There we go. All right, fellas, we're back. It's an exciting time. Super Bowl three days away, and we've got almost our full roster out tonight, Jalen. Almost the entire lineup of all our favorites. Christian is here with us. Chan is back with us for the first time, I think, since Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so it, it's great times, and Lou might be popping in later as well. Christian is back. Uh, he's had a few, a little, some time to settle on the heartbreak of, you know, it, it happens. Um, Super Bowl, Niners, Chiefs, obviously, we talked, we hit briefly on last week. I mean, I, I guess start with you, Christian. How how are you doing by now, buddy? The days have been long. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even. This has been the most down bad I've ever been in my life. It's this this hurts more than 2011. Oof. This hurts more than 2019. I think it just added cherry on top that I was there live to see the epitome of Taylor Swift ruined the goddamn National Football League. <laughs> I as soon as soon as the first drive started and I saw those two illegal hands to the face from both of the tackles, I was like, "We're gonna be in for one, aren't we?" On that touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey, I was like, "What? what are we just gonna ignore this?" So then that happens. Um, and then we drive back down the and mind you, mind you, mind you, also, I'm about good seven Miller lights of pickles, orange crush deep in by this point. First quarter, three minutes in. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. As you should be. Purple, as you should be for any AFP championship game. Purple camel pants on like a true Baltorian. And for the then then the touchdown. Pass to Zay Flowers happened and the stadium was rocking. I've I've been in that stadium now two, three times, and I I literally fell. I literally fell. I fell two seats to the right. I like <laughs> my boy caught me, but like it it was rocking. I was like, okay, we're in for a game. And the proceeding BS continues to happen the entire freaking game. Todd, buddy, how are we gonna give Gus the bus? Literally six runs. Six. Great. What happened? Six. Todd, do we not understand they're ranked 26 in rushing? Why are we not goddamn running the goddamn ball? Run the ball. So all that starts happening. BS after BS. The freaking flags. Lamar should have not thrown that pass. Yes, I understand that. But how are we going to ignore the clear, blatant freaking tackle Isaiah likely had on that? What are we doing? Odell Beckham gets hold on literally the pass with Fryer. Like, just so much absolute BS. They, I mean, I saw that TV had to censor the bullshits that we had chants loud. That was that was very loud. That was the loudest bullshit chance I've ever been a part of. I mean, I'm there, another couple Michelobes added on deep. Just switch to Michelob. Uh, I switched to Michelob. They didn't have Millers in the stadium, so I just switched to Michelobes. Um, and and they just and then as soon as as soon as Patrick threw that to MVS, I was like, I I literally ran downstairs. I ran, I ran down the stairs, and then me and my buddy got lost in the city of Baltimore. We went the complete opposite way of where our cars at. We went the wrong way. Um, 
It's not a great city, up, Austin. Yeah, we ended up at the casino. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then we looked at each other and said, this is not a good idea. And we walked out. We made a business decision. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to gamble for uh, emotions. Um, I hate to I hate to stop my story right now. Breaking news. Um, I'm not sure Colby's going to oh. do this. Miles Garrett has been named Defensive Player of the Year. Oh. So I'll I'm, let Colby sink that in for a little I bit. I mean, it's, you know, it's fine. I'm, we're, we're past that, Christian. I'm, I'm worried about – I haven't been thinking about uh, the TJ Watt Steelers for a while now. I'm all focused on basketball. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I honestly uh, – it's. I mean, I think TJ Watt deserves it. He did have better numbers if you look at it. But the Browns also, at the same time, were a better team um, record-wise. So, yeah, I'm not going to get worked up over it. Miles Garrett also had a terrific year. And then, yeah, we proceeded to take a long car ride home where it was very silent. I said about one sentence where my friend asked me, Christian, what are your thoughts? And I said, I don't know. And I just sat there and watched the entire way home on the, the streets of Maryland. Um, and I got home, saw the Lions absolute giveaway to game. But at least the Lions died by the sword of what they have been tossing and turning this entire year. Baltimore did not. And it hurts the most at knowing that we did not die what we do best run the goddamn ball. And the next preceding days, which is silence. I didn't go to work on Monday. Um, I, the car ride home, I didn't listen to anything. It was a silence. The entire two hours hot ride home. When I proceeded to go to bed at 3 p.m., I woke up the following day. I went to work. No one said. No one. Everyone kept asking, Christian, what, what what's your thoughts? And I said, don't talk to me. I I was not not in the mood. And yeah, and I proceeded another day of silence. I just I stayed off everything. I haven't listened to, and it's still here a week and a half later. I really haven't listened to anything. I haven't watched any replays. I and just nothing. And and it, and it only got worse. We lost Mike McDonald. We we lost the freaking sweet baby prince. Yeah. That man had Michael Pierce, a 360-pound defensive lineman, dropping the coverage, and somehow it worked. And, and then we lost Denar Wilson to the Titans. We lost Anthony Weaver to the Dolphins. We promoted Zach Ward. That was the one bright spot. And as soon as, the, you know, I was kind of slowly getting over it, bam. Freaking Zay Flowers happens today of Ray Rice 2.0, possibly, allegedly, allegedly. We'll wait for the facts to come out. Really? I didn't even see that. You oh, haven't yeah. seen this, Colby? Oh, my God. I've told you. I'm oh. also, it was trade deadline day, man, and I also had to work, so I was focused <laughs> on that. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's not good. No, no, it's not good. It's not good in the slightest. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just break down your emotions there, Christian. I that was, I know that was tough, man. But you know, it's my my takeaway is look. You know, I'm no fan of the Ravens, but I was pulling for the Ravens. I was, I mean, I was obviously not as disappointed as you were, obviously. But after, because I sat there and watched both those championship games, and at the end of the Detroit game, I was just like, man, I feel like I just wasted this whole day, and I got the complete opposite of the outcomes I was hoping for. Both the teams I was rooting for lost. 
It's the Chiefs are the new Patriots. It sucks. The Lions broke their hearts, and now we just have a. I mean, these two teams are good, but it's I'm. I mean, I'm pulling for Brock. Go clones, go. But other than that, that's that's not a Super Bowl. It doesn't get me excited. Uh I'll just say that. No, and it made it worse that I lost three hundred dollars on Fanduel Sunday, and then proceeded to lose possible futures to win me two K. Damn, that's that's pain, man. Well, I'm sit. Obviously, you know where I stand here. We are all rooting for the Ravens and Lions. And, and uh, Kobe, you're right. I I've been completely. When I was telling Christian before that we started this, I was completely disgusted with how I felt played. To be honest, I really did feel played about the NFL. Uh, I we I felt like we had so many storylines given to us, and the one that was given to us was the. Kind of the Mickey Mouse clubhouse one, a little bit of a cop out, you know. They 49ers get their revenge game against the Chiefs. Ooh, like that's that's what it is. And it's like, oh man, this is gonna be something else to see, you know. You got Kyle Shanahan showing up half drunk to the interviews and everything. That's probably the only interesting thing that I found over these past couple of weeks is in everything is seeing a Shanahan drunk. And that's actually big news here in Colorado. But um, yeah, I, I, it's a little disappointing just because like you said, we were all rooting for these guys. It's just the funner storylines. But the good thing is as I'm rocking my NFC gear here is that you said it yourself, the dynasty is in the AFC yeah, what else is new? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. Else? and everything. And the 49ers are the annoying dynasty of the NFC because I was about to say they have 20, I think it's like 20 plus attempts of a Super Bowl. Like they have 20 NFC conference championship appearances. Disgusting. Disgusting. I mean, like it's good, but like I hate it. I, as a Vikings fan, I'm jealous, obviously. But yeah, this, uh, it just seems kind of basic in everything, the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, these are two good teams and everything. Everyone's saying it's the best of the best. And blah, 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 blah. and it's like, I, I, I guess. And I guess you'll see. I mean, I, I feel like right now the better, the fun thing to do is just to count and see what, what song is Usher going to perform first in the ha- halftime show. And it sucks waking up every single morning just knowing this was the team. Our team was freaking stacked left and right. And now we're about to, it's, it's just all over. I mean, and with, I mean, I have Lamar. I mean, that's uh, any, if anything with Lamar, it's anything's possible. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> it, just, it just sucks <laughs> knowing like the team itself all across the board was, and we were healthy. We have freaking health. I think Baltimore Ravens were usually having 15 people in IR by this point. And don't get me started on that country pop star woman. You think it's suspicious? Do you mean to tell me you're going to drop an album on the biggest media coverage week of the entire year? Suspicious enough? What? Why couldn't he have waited another, like, what, two, three weeks when nothing was going on? Oh, no, it's freaking dropping you selfish at the Grammys. Chad, you got any thoughts, man? Three minutes till this meeting ends. So, Chad, get go ahead and get your thoughts in before it starts this next meeting. God loves Zoom. Yeah, I just thought watching the game. I had the Ravens. Um, I was kind of wanted to get Christian's thoughts on this too, and um, kind of 
wanted to know what the what the stadium was saying. But um it seemed like there was like three or four times where Lamar kind of just bounced out and then just didn't tuck and run and he tried to force things. We kept saying and, that. I mean you never know with Lamar. There might have been one guy within ten yards. If he jukes that guy, I mean anything can happen. It was insane. Right? Like the whole middle of the field was open. Everyone's going like, Lamar, why aren't you running? Why are you not or running? Even if you get five or six yards, that's five or six yards. That's what everyone kept saying. It was frustrating. And that was and that got caught on very early. We're like, what is happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was one time Lamar was scrambling and then he almost just like looked like he just ran out of juice or something. Like he just kind of like slowed down and kind of took a he either took a sack or threw it away. I forget which which one he did, but I was like, what what is going on right now? It wasn't the Ravens that we were sold during the whole regular season and everything. Christian said it best. His team didn't go down the way that we knew him, you know? It's, and the Lions did, and they and we still didn't get what we wanted. Well, we still I feel like the Lions heartbreak is worse just because you're the freaking Lions and you've literally never won anything. Know. They they went down they went down the way they Breached yeah, and no, I, I agree with that, but like at least you've witnessed the Ravens win the Super Bowl in your lifetime. The Lions hadn't won a yeah, playoff since as an adult. I would black myself out into oblivion. I want that feeling. <laughs> I can't do that. Trust me, I'm right there. I'm right. Trust me. I, me and the Lions have something in common, and that's why I'm happy. The Lions are where they are. All right. It's a it's a two way deal here in the NFC North. If they go, we go. All right. And it looks like they didn't go, so it looks like the Vikings here were still at nothing as well. So it works for me. And my thing is, if what if the 49ers win this Super Bowl? Guess who the team? The Ravens beat the 49ers in their last Super Bowl. You know, look at that face. He got disgusted right away. It's that is the thing. Like I in Cowboy, we got a Cowboy fan on today too. I guarantee you, he'd be disgusted if the 49ers get away with this. It's it's terrible, man. That no one's a winner here. No one's. A winner. I mean, the Niners better get this one because I don't. Jordan Love's not going to let too many more people in the NFC get uh Yeah. After this. Do I want to go to the second Zoom? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Love did almost beat the 49ers. Are we really going to do yeah, this? If he would have done that stupid across his body pick, uh, he, he definitely would have. It's um, like he's a Packers quarterback. It's in their DNA. Jalen, I hate to say this to you, my guy. <laughs> what? But the North is looking rough for the Vikings right now with the Lions and the, and the Packs. Look, man, the Vikings, we got one answer and one thing only to worry about. How much money do we need to pay Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Those are the only thing. That's the only question they have to answer. You better pay Justin Jefferson a penny. <laughs> it's either that you or not lose just... Justin Jefferson. You can't do it. I don't like the idea of sending him to New England for the third round pick because I think that was like the front page of Pat McAfee's show on one of the videos. But I was like, third round pick. And it just sounds like, you know, good old Christian Ponder in the making where the Vikings were hopes were high and they got another big slinging quarterback and they got Christian Ponder. (laughs) So. And like I say on this show, I have it in my head from Madden 11, from all those Madden games, 
Christian Ponder going back deep and intercepted. <laughs> and like, it's intercepted. It's going back the other way. Like, it, it, I have that in my head, but it's the Vikings history to get a big slinging quarterback like Deontay Culpepper and Kirk Cousins. And that's why I'm saying just keep Kirk Cousins. You know, we got, we'll be fine. And then we don't have to worry but about he, Jordan Love. Jordan Love is, uh, you know, he lost to Kirk Cousins. <laughs> All right. There's a couple things there. One, I'm not sure you're going to have Kirk Cousins because I'm not sure either. That's why I said they have to answer that. Also, pay Justin Jefferson, and there's only so much money. Because I there's a lot of I don't know if you've seen there is some buzz out there that the Vikings are trying to draft a quarterback. Which I you know what I've said I would love to see Michael Penix on the Vikings. You know that's my guy. So I think that's the way to go. Now some people might be scared because of his knee injury history, but I mean I think if I was the Vikings, that's what I would be. That's the tree i would be barking up so it's very likely i just don't want us to get rid of jefferson for the third pick and give him to new england where he's suffering in the cold for a year or something like that so well speaking of kirk cousins i think you're gonna love uh, the video that is being posted out by nfl of kirk cousins dancing with cam jordan on uh, an nfl war show kirk, kirk yeah. cousins uh, the one thing got to give Kirk credit for, man, has anyone ever had a better PR move in their career than him being on quarterback? I mean, that <laughs> I would love to see. Like I said, we we I probably said this before, but uh, how much his net worth increased from him going being on that show because he he was obviously like the big winner of that. I mean, he is so much more loved now than he was prior to that. That's another reason why I think he's staying in Minnesota. Dude, you guys see all these commercials? He's still rocking his purple eight. Come on, guys. Like, if he's a, if you see a Super Bowl commercial and he's rocking that purple eight, I think he's staying. As long as he's still wearing that, he's staying. But if he's rocking that retro red that they make him wear or some tacky other color that isn't the Vikings colors or just white, that's, that's, where, you, that's where the red flags start coming up and everything. But I just think... I'm not ready to move on, okay? I'm not ready to move on. I don't. I think you have a lot of hope in your voice right now, Jay. It's one one playoff game. He's good. Consistency. It's the consistency, though. I mean, I mean, okay. I mean, I guess it's different over there in the NFC. But like, I don't know, man. I would be ready to take. Happy being a playoff team and maybe winning a playoff game and hopefully beating the making it to the conference championship because guess what i made it to the conference championship once two times in my life (laughs) could potentially have the worst quarterback in the division depending here in about exactly year that's why i want kirk cousins i'm saying it's kirk cousins he could be the worst he might be the worst quarterback in the division in eight months because you're about to have jordan love jared golf and caleb williams if Caleb Williams is who we think he is, or at least who I think he is, like this is a tough, this is some tough, could be some tough sledding. Maybe this quarterback home isn't as hyped up as it's supposed to be, huh? Maybe, what about that, Colby? No, I'm just kidding. That, I feel like there's too many, too many fire out. But last year's quarterback, guys, we, gotta, we can't be talking about the. Run. You're right. You're right. <laughs> We're talking about everything that it isn't the Super Bowl, guys. All right. And we have anything left to say about these conference championship games. I have one more thing to say about the Minnesota Okay, <laughs> okay let's go. All right, all right, go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. It's an audience. It's okay. 
I know what to expect. Yo. Okay, so the last couple weeks, I was betting on Mullins every fucking game. That man, that man will throw for 480 yards. Don't encourage him, Chandler. Chandler, you're not talking about the Vikings here. Hang on. Chandler, you're not talking about the Vikings here. You're talking about Jalen's backup QB bar. Okay? So I, I'm telling you right now, I got this skit in the future that I'm trying to make, and it's a bar. And everything. I'm gonna have the AI draw it. It's gonna be the bar scene, <laughs> and it's gonna be Gardner Min. Gardner Min. Hang on, Colby. Stick with me here. It's Gardner Minshew, and who are the other? Who was my veteran? My other veteran serving up the beer. Tebow is the bartender, right? Tebow. Tebow. Tebow's in there. Yeah. Tebow. You got Gardner. You got. Minshew's the goat. Minshew's uh, the only one. Mullins. Ever been good for a long stretch. Sam Ellinger. You got Sam Ellinger in there. Uh, we got Aiden O'Connell in there now. Thank you. He's looking really good. He's up on, he's up there doing karaoke. Um, the second best. Try, Nick Mullins. Yeah, he, Nick Mullins. I'm trying to think. It wasn't, I wasn't much of a Dobbs what? guy, to be quite honest. Now, who is that dude from the Bears that played three games from middle of nowhere, West Virginia? Bajant? Does he count? Oh, yeah. Nah, because you got, I only get, I only had that one just because you guys were calling him Baguette and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Christian the one, time, the one time I don't bet anytime touchdown, I'm gonna score them anytime touchdown. <laughs> There's definitely someone else we're forgetting. I, it'll come. There is a big name that we're forgetting. One or it's two not. Forgetting. Oh, um, no, I guess Kalamon doesn't count. People on the Vikings, I don't think count. Take Bethard. Who? Nah, not Bethard. I don't like Bethard that much. We'll come back, but but Chandler, oh. the main thing is you knew. That you were putting out faith in a good backup quarterback like I would and everything. And that's the main that's the main thing. And a quarterback like Nick Mullins who just lets it rip, baby. And I like it. And that's that was the thing that the Vikings didn't have at that time. And then he got a little sloppy near the end. What you say, Kobe? I said no podcast in history has ever talked about Nick Mullins as frequently as we have. Bro, I would specifically so stream East Vikings football to watch oh, him throw for 480 yards, slam his helmet after an interception. Bro, it was pure entertainment. I loved it. That's that was, and thank then he you, would thank back you. Out the next drop and throw a touchdown, bro. He, he gave no fucks. See, that's how a quarterback needs to go out. You got to go out not giving a damn. Just like my boy Gardner Minshew, who made it to the Pro Bowl. Gardner Minshew, I said, he is in a different class than the rest of them. He is the only one who's ever had a level of sustained success. Watch Duffer and O'Connell. Watch. The mustache will get you. Okay, that's fine. Can we Let's talk about the Super Bowl so we can. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, quick Lou update. He should be coming in any minute and everything. So be on the lookout for Lou. He's our yeah, best. I just heard him go in his room, so he's probably hopping on right now. Yeah, that's right. I forgot y'all live together. <laughs> there we go. All right, Jalen, you take it away. All right. So, boys, Super Bowl time. I got some fun things, baby, planned up. Let me go ahead and flip that page. Here we go. As you guys know, we were talking about the Super Bowl and how I was already disgusted with the Mickey Mouse and the rematch and all that stuff. But let's go ahead. Let's do the head-to-head breakdown. Let's go ahead and also be sure we introduce our friend that I actually just mentioned. Lou is coming in and connecting, so we'll get him in in here in the next couple of minutes. 
as we go through this, guys, it's going to be pretty bare bones, just like how you would see on TV. We'll go through skill positions, defense, quarterbacks, and then we'll just go ahead, coaching matchups, and then just overall who you got and everything. So, Lou, we're about Lou. to get into the Super Bowl. You didn't miss out on much besides the emotional overtake and recap of the conference championship games. Um are you ready to talk about the Super Bowl? Because I don't think we need to go back and talk about the conference championships. I think, I think Lou's here to talk about the Gordon Hayward trade mostly. But that's... I think he's ready to talk about Thunder basketball. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the stakes are time. Are you ready? Uh, as I say, we just got we're talking Super Bowl. But first, Lou, do you have? I'll let you get one one take. What is one take that you got from the conference championship games from the NFL? Ooh. Um... We may never see Zay Flowers play football again. Oh, that... <laughs> <laughs> dear God. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. I did not know about that till Christian. Said. Allegedly. We'll so, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Zay Flowers' brother put a gun to her head as well. So oh. I'm not sure if I just saw that on, on X, Twitter. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might. That's pretty bad. Ah. All right. No, so for real, though, it's all, it's all for real though, my real take is that a, <laughs> is that never count out Patty Mahomes because I told people in like week 12 that they were going to find their way to the AFC championship and uh, they did find their way there and they won. So, yeah, they're the, new, know, they're the new page. Yeah. That's a great. Well, that's a great uh, answer and statement there, Lou, because I actually want to do a quick recap here. Colby, Christian, we're turning the clocks back to the last Super Bowl where I had a question for us. And the question was, do we have a Chiefs dynasty? And that was the number one question. Besides me ranting about the Eagles, I don't know, four or five questions later. So this was literally the only one I had. And we're, it's going to be the one that we'll open up with going into the Super Bowl. So just remember that as we go into this head-to-head -head breakdown. First things first, coaching matchups. We're talking about a, a potential dynasty here. You got Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan, two guys who've been not – well, one guy who has not – who's not knocked on the door and answered it. The other one, no one has even decided to open the door. Colby, we'll go ahead and let you kick us off here. Who do you think has the coaching advantage here, the 49ers or the Chiefs? I mean, so this is obviously like a coaching masterclass. I mean, these are two of the best three coaches probably in the league. I mean, I don't have the rankings off the top of my head. I still I still lean McVay over Shanahan. You know how much I love McVay. But, I mean, Andy Reid, now that Belichick is gone, um, Andy Reid is one. Um, I, I lean Andy Reid, but they're both excellent. But, yeah, because of the Super Bowl history, um, then some of the big game stuff with Shanahan, the – blown leads and the inability to come back. Um, so he did come back in both his playoff games this year, but uh, I, I would take Reed. I would say Reed is the better coach here, but it's, they're both excellent. Shanahan, I know he gets crap for the blown games, which rightfully so. He's still better than almost every other coach out there besides like Andy Reed and McVay, but he's going up against Andy Reed. So I, the chiefs have the edge there, I would say, but they're both excellent. It's almost a wash. All right. Uh, let's go ahead, Christian. Who do you got? Chiefs of Niners. Who's got the advantage? 
Yeah, NFL wants Andy. Give Andy. There you go. Uh, Chan, who do you got? I got to go, Andy. Andy Reid as well. Oh, man. I'm liking where this is going. Lou, who do you got, Mr. Falcons fan? I feel like smiling. Him smiling for this one. Well, I, I'm biased for Kyle Shanahan because he did come from the Falcons, and I think he's a better offensive play caller. But I think overall, coaching-wise, Andy Reid has the edge just based off pedigree and, and wins. Yeah. yeah. So, I would say it's pretty close. Then. Yeah. So who are you giving the edge to for this game? I'll give a slight edge to the Chiefs. Ah, All right. Looks like I – We'll be taking the solo Kyle Shanahan, folks. It takes some balls to show up to a meeting. Yeah, it takes some balls to show up half drunk to a Super Bowl media day. All right. He has to be confident, not to mention that this guy is always known for succeeding with complicated offenses. He's got Brock Purdy. He's got Debo. He's got Trent Williams. What can go wrong? I mean, not much. So. I'm leaning Kyle Shanahan in the system. I questioned him at the beginning of the season because D'Amico Ryan's left. Turns out doesn't need him. So I'm going with Kyle. All right. Next one on the list. QBs. The fun one. Uh, I feel like this would be a little unfair for me to start with you, Colby. So I'll go ahead and take the mantle on this one. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I have a Patrick Mahomes jersey in my closet. And I'll be going for Patrick Mahomes in the QB category because it's common sense. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, is there is there anyone? Obviously, Mahomes is better, right? Like, I don't know. You don't want to give your Brock Purdy, Purdy the advantage. I this love time? Brock Purdy. He's the greatest Iowa State Cyclone quarterback of all time, indisputably. But I mean, Mahomes is literally the best quarterback I've ever seen play in my life. So, yeah, it's obviously Mahomes. Interesting. Okay. Now, there's a reason why we're doing this, folks. All right, Christian, who do you got? The NFL has instructed me to pick Patrick Mahomes. And the NFL has told you correctly. I think me and you got the same script. Just having eyes, right? Dan, who do you got? I've got um, Patrick Mahomes, um, obviously, as everyone should. Um, I'll go one step further to give you my first straight bet. Oh, here we go. I like this. Patrick Mahomes over 26 and a half rushing yards. Oh, we're going to do this. Lock Lock it in now. Anytime touchdown. Seven unit. Mega max. Lock it in. I like that. I won't tell you. 26 and a half. Super max 10 unit yet. I'll save that for later. Twenty six and a half rushing over for Chandler. Yeah, he had forty four last year in the Super Bowl, and I think he can get away and scramble a little bit. It's what he's known for. I mean, he scrambles a little bit like a toddler. But um, Lou, who do you got for this Super Bowl? QB wise, um, I mean, if anyone says anyone other than Patrick Mahomes, then they're lying. So that's pretty that's easy. True. That is pretty easy. All right. No hope for uh no hope for Brock Purdy here, folks. Uh for the 49er fans out there. Don't be offended. It's just the truth. All right. Moving on to hopefully something that'll probably sway us into a different position. 
it's the skill position players and everything. This is the ones that you consider your wide receivers, running backs, and all that things. So, Christian, let's go with you. What are you thinking? Is the first, who has the better skill position group? The NFL has instructed me to pick the Chiefs. All right. <laughs> we need to get Christian yeah. basketball. He's down too bad right now. <laughs> We're moving as fast as we can, okay? <laughs> Chandler, who do you got? I'm sorry, what was the question again? Skill position groups, wide receivers and running backs. Who has the better better group? I mean, I think the Niners have the best group in the NFL. So, okay, okay. First, first 49ers answer for for Chandler there. All right, this for anyone keeping track. Uh, Lou. I think I'm going to go with the Niners, too. I think Kelsey's mm-hmm. better than Kittle, but not by that much. And McCaffrey's the best running back in the NFL. As oh. I don't know. I like Pacheco, but then if you go to receivers, it's not even close between Debo and Ayuk. Hell, Jawan Jennings would be wide receiver one on the Chiefs. So <laughs> Yeah. That's, pretty That's a strong argument. I yeah I completely agree with Lou. I, I Kelsey's better than Kittle, but I mean Kittle's probably the second or third best tight end, so he's right there. And yeah, Ayuk and Debo are obviously would both be number one on the Chiefs. McCaffrey, Pat, Pacheco's great, but McCaffrey's unbelievable. So yeah, I would say the Niners as well. I really love Pacheco and everything. He's really fun to watch and everything. Very fun power running back. But like you guys were mentioning, the wide receivers, it's just no argument there. Uh, you can make an argument for Kelsey and Kettle, depending on what you prefer. If you like touchdowns like many people do, you go with Kelsey. If you like pancakes, you go with Kettle. So I'm going to go with the, with the 49ers as well. All right, defense. Uh, no, this is. Um, I just want to say Travis Kelsey will be scoring in this game. Um, it's scripted for him to the score there's a save the scripts for later okay we got a no. whole segment for we got a whole segment for that Trust me. oh we, my gosh hey, hey hey there's a there's a segment <laughs> oh, they were oh it's the last segment of any football game colby you <laughs> know we have a segment i'm just kidding you okay. know we have a segment come on Look, he's already doing his research right now come on don't 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 do that this oh, is a yeah it's fine go last ahead one. Season two, folks. We're come on. <laughs> All right, Colby, defense. Your least favorite thing. I'm going to make you talk about it first. Who has the better defense? I'm actually going to say I actually think the Chiefs have a better defense. It doesn't get nearly the press because they don't have the big names, but their defense has been excellent in these playoffs. I mean, you saw what they did to Lamar. Um, you saw what they did in Miami. They have elite corners. The Chiefs, the, the Sneed, the, the most underrated part of the Chiefs team, in my opinion is the Sneed-McDuffie corner combo is lethal. I mean, that's as good a one-two corner punch as there is in the whole league. And the Niners' defense, man, I don't know. Like, they obviously get pressure. They have Bosa. They have Ufunga. They have big names everywhere, Fred Warner. But they've kind of gotten got a little bit by Detroit and Green Bay with running the ball. Now, Green Bay is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, so that's understandable. But um, – I think the Chiefs actually have a better defense, even though they don't have as many big names. At least they've been playing better in the playoffs. So I would say the Chiefs on the defense. All right, Christian, who do you got? The NFL has instructed me to pick the Chiefs. Lou? 
<laughs> so, fun fact, the Kansas City Chiefs were actually second behind the Ravens in the NFL in points allowed per game this entire season. And especially – and then in the playoffs, they're the first uh, – they're number one in points allowed per game. So they give up – they've given up the least points in the playoffs, the second least points in the entire season. The Niners are right there. The Niners have the big names, but I would give the edge to the Chiefs. They're hot. Um, they shut down some pretty good offenses. I mean, they did not have an easy road to the Super Bowl with the Finns and the Bills and the Ravens. And their defense has just been dominant. So I'm going to go the Chiefs. And Chan. So I'm not going to give away the winner just yet, who I think is going to win. I'm going to save that for the script. But I think the 49ers have the better offense. I think the 49ers have the better defense. And I'll leave it at that. Oh, interesting. Well, folks, Chandler. Me and you are on the same page because, my guy, I actually believe the 49ers have a slight edge on the defense here. Um, yeah, they got Chris Jones. They got all these weapons and stuff like that, playoff and luxurious need. But for me personally, I'm looking at the man, the myth, and possibly the legend, Fred Warner. This dude is a beast. And I had just faced him in Madden recently. And, yes, you can say this is recency bias, but that dude made an insane play. And... I turned on some film from YouTube and he actually backed it up. So I want to say that it's going to be 49ers in this defense. Cause like I mentioned earlier, they proved me wrong. They don't need D'Amico Ryan's. They're still cooking. Just, they were still a top five defense without him. So it says more about the players than the coaches at this point. And so last, but definitely not least, it is our final end game predictions. Normally, I would like to say the score here, folks, and I am. So, final score predictions as well with this, when you make your winner's pick. I am going to go ahead and give mine out first. I'm feeling the 49ers. They're going to win. The, I feel the 49ers win this one. I'm feeling a 26-20. Uh, Colby. That's interesting. That's, wow. Um. I mean, I'm rooting for the 49ers. I would love to agree with you, but I'm just so done picking against Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs are just, like I said, they're the new Patriots. It's going to be exactly how it always is. They're going to win. They just, I don't think the Niners quite have enough to to knock them down. I'll say it's kind of a disappointing low-scoring game. I'll say Chiefs 20-16 to low-scoring game. All right, Christian. The NFL has instructed me to take the Chiefs and the win 13 to 0. 13 for Taylor Swift's lucky number. <laughs> 13 to 0. I hope not. I mean, like that Rams Patriots game. I know. I was just about to say that. I the 49ers were in a Super Bowl was pretty low scoring. That, so. is, my, that is my hot take. This will yeah. be just like the Patriots Rams Super Bowl. We are due for a bad Super Bowl. I, you know, I'm big on their due. We are do for a bad hey, hey, what's our next segment, man? Come on. We, we were we were right there. We were right there. All right, Lou. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm going back and forth on the score. I'm gonna go 27-23 Kansas City. I um 
I think both teams have good defenses. I think the Chiefs are a little bit better right now, or at least they're playing better. And I think in the Super Bowl, you need a good defense and you need an elite quarterback. And the Chiefs have both and the Niners. Um, I just think the lights will be too bright for Mr. Brock. There you go, clones. Go. Uh, Chan. No. Uh, I've been going back and forth on the winner, actually. Um, I think it will. I think if the if the game goes under, it's a low scoring game. Chiefs take it. I think if it's a high scoring game, I think 49ers run away with it and it's more than a touchdown. So uh I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with a 23 to 16 Chiefs win. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm rooting for the 49ers. I just want to put that out there. Well, I, know, I, would, I would like to be on the record as well. Um, that hey, don't get me wrong, I'm very much on the Niners. Okay, I was about to say, even though Christian was held to gunpoint by the by the NFL, <clears throat> was he? he? Still, <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> I, I see you see him right behind him. He's it's a Denny's menu, but it looks very uh, suspicious if you ask me. Oh, speaking. <laughs> oh, that that's a good point, Christian. We didn't even mention that your guy. He's employed again. He has a job. Roman. God, dude, Keenan Allen's gonna kill himself when he has to catch his thirtieth wide receiver screen. <laughs> well, he's thirty years old, so hey, it, it matches. It all adds up. But it is now time for where Christian takes over the wheel. It's time for everyone's favorite segment of the NFL season as we go ahead and put it to a close. This is the last time we'll have the Who's Do segment. Christian, take us away, bud. So this will be one pick, and this will be a nuke. There is one man that is very due. He did not score in the Packers game. He did not score in the Lions game. And he goes by the nickname of Debo Samuels. Oh, anytime touchdown, nuke it, Debo. All right, Christian. Um, I'm gonna surprise one will be Patrick Mahomes anytime touchdown. Anytime and Patty Mahomes. All right, so now Lou, this is our segment where you decide who is due. You are mentioning your bets, Chandler. You got. Patty Mahomes being due for 26 and a half yards. Uh, Lou, who do you, what, who's due? You sounded like you had somebody until I stopped you earlier. Oh, I mean, I don't think he's due, but I think that Travis Kelsey is going to score in this game. The NFL wants women to watch football because of Taylor Swift. And if Travis Kelsey scores in this game, that camera is going bright to her for at least a 15 to 20 second period of the game and that would be enough to it probably bring back some female viewers for next season so he's definitely going to score um one person who i also think is going to score um also going to the niners here and his name is george kittle i think that um the niners are going to struggle a little bit to move the ball and have big explosive plays. And I think when they get into the red zone, they're going to look for a big reliable target. And um, I think Georgie's going to find his way into the end zone 
and a little dump off over the middle, a little four-yard touchdown. All right, all right. So throwing Kittle onto the list, and as I always should, Christian, anyone else that you want to throw on here before we close it up? Man, just put a sprinkle on Kyle Jusek anytime touchdown. Oh, I like that. That was the other one. That go. was the there other one. <laughs> this man has been doing it all for his wifey. If anyone oh. doesn't know. Side note, I have a tickle in my nuts that Trent Williams is going to score in this game also. Oh. They're going to steal the Lions' energy and score with oh, their yeah. linemen. Oh, that would be a hell of a call by you. If that happens, so, you know, be a hell of a call. If it happens, oh, just oh. remember this moment. <laughs> I'm writing them down. Don't worry. These are all getting written down with your name on them. So, oh, yeah, I was about to say, don't worry. They're all being down there. Uh, and uh, sprinkling your nuts on there as well. All right. So, oh, wait, I don't know why I closed my book. Because we got a lot more to get into. Super Bowl wrapped up. Are we all cashed out on the Super Bowl? I feel like that head-to-head breakdown was so cheesy that it got us it got it all out of our systems. I think that was good. I think we uh we covered our bases. Great, because we are going into we all know what the people really want to hear about. Yo, Jalen, I got a dare do as well. Oh. Oh, uh, you got one more. One more. All right. Here we go. Who we got? Andy Reid. Anytime touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to absolutely nuke Devo Samuel with Christian. Christian, you remember the last time we decided to do that, and it will be a nuke. However, I'll give you the rest of my parlay. It's three legs. Um, I've got a Patrick Mahomes, 26 and a half. I already mentioned that. Travis Kelsey, 70 yards, and Debo Samuels over in yards which is at 58 and a half right now. And that was going to be my other nuke of 58 and a half. That's too low. But I've got a little sneaky anytime touchdown as well. I'm just going to put my name on a Claude Edwards-Hilaire touchdown. Wow. I forgot about Claude Edwards-Hilaire. Interesting. And how much does this all add up to? LSU legend. Oh, the Claude is a is a uh, straight bet, just a sprinkle. His is at plus nine fifty. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. It should not be that bad. No, 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 it's plus six hundred. Vegas, no. I'm it's actually plus, gonna I'm gonna put money 600. on this now. There's no I'm way that it should be plus six hundred right now. I'm putting money on this. Vegas knows something. I don't. Or six hundred. Christian might be onto something. Yeah. <laughs> so Christian, are you gonna ride with me on that? Yeah, I'll ride it with you because there's no way those odds should be that like low essentially it should be like plus like 1200 or no interesting interesting so the parlay the three leg parlay is at plus 486 the straight is at plus 600 so Uh, i feel like like yeah that's the importance of nukes to to say it blow it up (laughs) i mean sometimes you just I, it's either you do that or you just got to keep breaking the ceilings, you know? You just got to keep raising your level, you know? Yeah. It's that type of thing. So I'm going to go to the moon on this one and nuke this. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's good thing we're not on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead. And, Colby, how much time we got until the uh, We got, like, five minutes, but I, I went ahead and say all the new links. So if you just want to. Okay. I was about to say the infamous, infamous Zoom link number three. 
because folks, we got five minutes and that means I got five minutes to talk about the most exquisite NFL action has been wrapped up, folks. Let me go ahead and just put that on wraps here. We're going to the association, all right? As as you can tell, it's oh, time. Christian, this- I had a whole segment, but we're not going to get to it, obviously. Uh, Colby, we're gonna let we're gonna start with this first fun jab. Christian, what do you got on your screen there? Oh, you just showed the parlay. There we go. That's beautiful. There that ain't no parlay. That's a one hundred on Debo. Oh, a hundred on Debo. Yo, Jalen, if you want to send a picture of those bets, I'm gonna um, take them on Sunday morning. All right, that can do that. Now, I mean, it's chicken scratch for the most part, but I can do yeah, that. Just, just uh, Luke was telling me the other day that he was going to be really hard for him not to bet on the Super Bowl because he uh, he said that he was out of money on it. So I just want to throw that out there as well, that he's going to have to add money. No, I actually have hit a few bankroll builders recently, and I've worked my way up to $50 back. So There you go. There you go. But I'm going to add 100 to put on deep. So, join the wave. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I, I got like to lose real money so on big games. Circa Georgia, Ohio State last year. <laughs> well, that was at least was a good game. Um, all right. There's only one thing I want to get into because it's a team that hasn't gotten as active during this trade deadline for the NBA. And Colby, you said it right off the bat. The NBA trade deadline wasn't that entertaining. I didn't because your Nuggets didn't do anything. That was the th- that's the problem. So everybody here, the question here is: Is the West going to be able to confront Colby's Nuggets after the NBA trade deadline? Yes, absolutely. Yep. There's a, there's one. Lou, you want to start us off? Go ahead. We got like oh. a couple minutes, but the West is a crapshoot. Anyone. There's probably anywhere from six to eight teams that could come out of the West. Teams, oh, give me a break. You got the Nuggies. You got listen, listen. You got the Nuggies, of course, defending champs. The Wolves and Thunder, the one and two seed, scrappy. I mean, they're the top teams right now for a reason. The Clippers are terrifying. The Suns have three superstars. Yeah. If they pull it together, yeah. they could make a run. Falling you cannot Bradley count out game. LeBron and the Lakers. I'm count. I'm counting them out. You I'm can't. Counting. They're good, you can't. but they're not. They're not the Mavs made some big moves. The Mavs just made some big moves. I totally agree with you. But and I still... God forbid that the Golden State Warriors make it into the playoffs because oh. no one wants to see Steph Curry. Oh, give me a break. I. All I'm saying. Give me a break, the Warriors. The Warriors are bad. They're we not said that. We said that, and then they made the finals against the Celtics and won that shit. Yeah, that was two years ago. That was uh, just saying. We said months. it about the Lakers last year, and then they made the Western Conference. The finals. Lakers are more dangerous than the Warriors. The Lakers are somewhat dangerous. I'm they just saying, the Warriors are at the bottom of that list, but let's the not Warriors say that they couldn't do it. The Warriors have zero percent chance. Zero percent. I mean, we all know who's going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, it's just a matter of who's going to play. I think the NBA again. knows who they want to have at the Western Conference Finals, too, Lou. I think me and you both agree who the NBA wants for those Western Conference Finals to usher in a new era of basketball. Oh, it would. However, it would be. There's just this big seven foot, what, seven foot one, seven foot two European, just not allowing things to happen in the West right now. 
But there's also the Clippers in everything. I think that's also the main takeaway here is the Clippers are also still a part of this picture. The problem with the Clippers problem, their big challenge is the fact that they still have to play, you know, like two to three more months of basketball before the playoffs start. And so, you know, when you play basketball games with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they can sometimes very often get injured. And so, I mean, obviously the Clippers are very dangerous. I agree with that. They're excellent. But there's – they're the biggest cross your fingers team contender of all time. Let me stop this and we'll go on. All right. So yeah, the Clippers, they're dangerous, but you know, they gotta be healthy. Nuggets already up 10 2 on Kobe night, by the way, in LA. I thought that was a bad idea to have the the statue reveal against the Nuggets. Yeah, you may should have picked a, picked a different team. But uh yeah. The Clippers, I mean, you know, they have a shot, but they got to be Kawhi has been unreal but they got to be healthy and also James Harden in the playoffs just just keep that in your mind too the Clippers yeah, are the like, they're alive I just want to say the Wolves just smoked the Bucks by like yeah, 20 I saw that the Bucks, I was watching that game this whole time it's been amazing turns out maybe hiring Doc Rivers uh fresh out the broadcast booth wasn't that smart I don't know it doesn't seem to be working so far five games in I know it's the small sample size but I have to say I don't know if that's going to work out for them. Oh, yeah, and the Bulls were underdogs in this game. Mm. Hope someone put $5 down like I did. Jalen, I, I know I've already uh, shit on the Vikings today, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to... You can shit on the Wolves because there's some realism two, here. Two <laughs> NBA t- things that I want to say based on this. Number one, the Clippers aren't utilizing my boy, P.J. Tucker. Oh, should have given him up. Should have given him up. I would take him back in Miami. Just saying. Still, he's like <laughs> really? bro. He brings some energy. I don't I even care. That. I brought up Nick Mullins. I'll bring up PJ Tucker. Yeah, I, I love that. PJ Tucker is more important. Uh, I fight for Westbrook. <laughs> secondly, I think the Timberwolves get first rounded. Wow. Mm. Mm. I, mean, I don't know about that one. I should have said the first thing. I mean, you try to you try to say it, and then it's I should okay. have you try to say it. Like it. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to sandwich it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, it's polite. Ah. Mm. I think it depends on the draw. I think it depends on the draw. If we get the Clippers for some unfortunate reason, we'd be screwed. But I think we can beat a lot of the teams in the West. Be quite honest. So- yeah, so it's interesting. So I'm gonna look at the standings. So right now the eight is Dallas, um, and Minnesota's a one. I mean, oh, especially after Dallas's moves today, I'll definitely take Dallas. Right I think now. Minnesota. I I love so I I had I made a winners and losers list for the trade deadline that we can do at the end if we want. But I love what did today. Um, but I I think Minnesota would be fine against them. It the Lakers would potentially be scary for Minnesota, but I actually kind of think. I think Minnesota will be all right in the first round at least just because of the defense. That's the one thing like the defense is going to translate. The Wolves defense is remarkably good. Um, so that that's the one, the biggest thing. And Anthony Edwards, I mean, he's not afraid of anything. So I don't think Minnesota's coming out of the West, but I think they'll at least get out of round one. Well, I wouldn't hold your tongue. I would hold your tongue on getting out of the West. Like Lou said, anybody can get out of the West. It's pretty, pretty wild. Especially when Lou's team made, I think, the best move out of all of us 
Nice. Probably in the chat. Yeah, no, I don't. I think the Thunder made a better move than the Mavericks. I don't like the Mavericks moves, man. I, I don't. I, I, I liked I, Grant Williams. I think I. I'm, I mean, yes, they were trying to look. They're trying to get more defensive pieces around them, right? Go ahead, Colby. What are your thoughts about I like, this? I, I think the Thunder I, had. I thought I the thought, Thunder had a better spot here. I thought Dallas was the biggest winner of the day. Honestly, I really I liked what not. Dallas did. Because I like Daniel Gafford, I like a lot. He's an energy defender, rim protector. He's an upgrade. They now have him and Lively, so they always have a rim running five. I thought that was a great move. And I PJ Washington is a good player. No one knows because he's on the Hornets and they suck, but he is a good player. He's athletic. He can defend. He can hit the three. So I thought, and I think both those guys fit with Luca really well. I thought Dallas had the best day of anyone today, to be honest with you. I thought they were the biggest winner. I don't think it ultimately changes their destiny much. Like, are they beating Denver? Are they beating Minnesota in a seven-game series? Are they beating the healthy Clippers? Probably not. But I thought they improved their team. And I think that's more than you could say for a lot of teams. I mean, there weren't a ton of crazy moves, as I mentioned. So I I liked what Dallas did a lot because I think they got guys that fit with Luka. And that that improve defense it helps them get better defensively as well. You see, the part for me is you're. I looked at the trade and I'm like, all right, you gave up. You got PJ Washington, a guy that's you know pretty high drama, high everything. Like you were saying, he is a good, solid athlete, but he has some high drama. He has some baggage. Um, and you give up Grant Williams, who was in the finals. I guess he hasn't panned out, and he just for those of you who are on TikTok, he just got Shoddy's number. And then he got Seth Curry. And then you also gave up your first round pick. I mean, yeah, it's in 2027, but you still gave up a first here for this trade here. Like for me, all this for PJ Washington, like for me, I was like, this kind of crazy. He's young. had to do something. I understand that. Yeah. They did have to do something because they weren't, what was working. Well, what they had was not working. Yeah. I do understand that, but like you guys, they gave up a lot, man. For I like PJ Washington though, and I like Gafford with next to Lively. I think they'll be good. It's just how good will they actually be? You gotta feel good for Gafford, man, getting to be off the Wizards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy for both of those guys. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um. I mean, yeah, I I just think the Gordon Hayward one, though, for me, I felt like I'm still maybe this is me being like Chandler and like how he has P.J. Tucker. I'm still a kind of a fan of Gordon Hayward. I kind of think that I see what they're trying to do. Giddy, like we was on here last week saying didn't have the best week. So, you know, that's why I was thinking the Thunder had a better move because they got a guy that's going to replace all that. You got a family man. You got to do that uh, doesn't have the history and overcome all that, you know, like it's Gordon Hayward, you know, if anything, people feel bad for the guy and they're happy for him that he's on the thunder in a good situation now. Well, so, here's the scoop. Here's, here's my, here's here's my expert opinion. Um, basically we didn't trade much. We dumped off some salary with Bertons and I love Trey man, but he wasn't getting the minutes he should have, he deserves to get. So wish him the best. Um, Gordon Hayward is on a this is the last year of his deal so he'll be off the books after this season so for this season with minimal um, that that we gave up we get a proven vet with playoff experience a guy who if healthy which is the big concern can score shoot he can shoot the three he can shoot the mid-range he's got some size he rebounds well for his size 
He can dribble. He can play make. I mean, and he plays pretty solid defense. So to throw him in there with Shea, J-Dub, Chet, Dort, I mean, that's a pretty good starting five. He can come in in the closing minutes and settle things down. That can push Giddy to run the second unit, which I think he's a lot better suited for than to run with the starters. Another thing is is the minutes without Shea, where it was just um, Jalen Williams and Giddy running the offense. Those minutes have been god-awful. So now we can plug in Gordon Hayward in for Giddy and even play Giddy with them, and I think we'll see a little bit better results in those minutes. And if nothing, if nothing else, if he does – doesn't work out at all. We didn't give up much. We didn't change our rotation at all. We go into the playoffs with the same rotation, and he comes off the books after this year, and we have a shit ton of cap space going into free agency to do whatever the hell we want. So I think I mean, that's nothing new for the Thunder. Come on now. Coming in with a shit ton of cap space. We were going to have we were gonna have Bertons on the books. <laughs> and he was signed for next year, so trading his contract was like 17 mil off the books. Just for him, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm not saying that. It's nice. I get off. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying we're gonna sign someone, but we could. All right. So I have a question here, folks. Hang on. I have a question here. It's gonna be for our for our fan who has been in down bad. Christian, you are the Mavs fan here. Do you have an opinion on the Mavs moves here? The NFL has instructed me no, not to have any comment. <laughs> I just had to check in on the Mavs. We had to check in on him. We had to check in on him. Provide any comfort for you right now, but I think they improved as a team today. So you know what? That's at least something. You got I think there. the biggest deadline winner was the Knicks. I just want to oh, say that. going out east to the Knicks. That's perfect transition. Yeah, I, Ooh, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's what. I was just gonna say last thing on the Gordon Hayward trade. You can go ahead. I think it's a fine move. I, I don't have a problem with it. The only downside, I the only uh, thing that bothered me about the Gordon Hayward trade is that he doesn't play center. I really thought they could have used a big, another big, to kind of spell Chet. So I, I was surprised they didn't go out and get anyone with some more size. But I think the Gordon Hayward move itself is fine. But anyways, continue. Yeah, I mean, we still have some open roster spots, so we can sign someone, but we'll see. Anyways, I think the Knicks won the deadline. The, yeah, the Knicks won the deadline. Getting Bogdanovich is insane. And Alec Burks, who can – his lights out from three. I don't know. I think it's Knicks, Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, oh. That's all I have to say. Oh, I think, fuck the Knicks. Which, I was about to say. The Knicks are going to Nick. I don't know. The Bucks can't. The Bucks. Orange and blue skies. Hang on now. Orange and blue skies. Any any guard, literally any guard in the league. If you if you're a guard in the NBA, the Bucks cannot guard you. So like I I kind of agree with Lou. I thought that was an excellent move by the Knicks. It's weird that they're well run now, because you know for most of our lives they've just been a joke. But yeah, that was a smart move, and they still have all their picks. They still have a lot of ones that they can use if they want to go big game hunting this summer. I, I thought that they improved. They got another shooter, another score. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, Lou. I thought the Knicks had a very good day. I think, I think, yeah, the Knicks had a good day. Bojan, like that was a good move for Bogdanovich and everything. 
are they an Easter Conference final team? I think they have they're they definitely put themselves as a contender for that as well. Um, finally, somebody to challenge the seas, besides, of course, the expectation of the zombie heat coming in and just you know somehow fighting their way through a series and taking out one they're of the good teams that's the only that's the only thing i think that's going to stop the knicks if they're paired off like we always say unless they're paired off with the heat that is probably the only thing they have to be concerned about is if they get paired off with the heat and i think that's why chandler you're justified to say that spot and then be like hey no, i don't think so it's like just because your team can show up in the eastern but for me i think there's another team that had a better day because they took a name that I actually liked, and it was the 76ers, actually. I actually think the 76ers were a good Eastern winner today. They got Buddy healed. I mean, they got themselves a shooter. And guess what? It was exactly what I said they should do when them beads down. They should start looking at Tyrese Maxey and who can help support him. And now, you got Tyrese and Buddy healed. These dudes might be popping off here in the next couple of weeks. I expect big numbers from these two guys. I'm not ex- – I, I mean – it could go south. Let's be real. It could go south like it's going down in Atlanta, you know, with DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. But I think this is something different. Tyrese is more of an interior attack anyways. So, hey, I am more of a fan of the Sixers. And, I mean, yeah, shout out to campaign for also landing there. The little uh, muskrat. The little muskrat of him. I- or Sid the Sloth. Sorry, it's Sid the Sloth. That's what it was. Yeah, I had the Sixers as a one of my on my winners list as well, Jalen. Yeah, I thought that was a great move. They did not even give up that much. They gave up Corkmaz and Morris, who the Pacers subsequently flipped and released, and a couple second round picks for Buddy Heald. I thought that, yeah, that's an excellent trade. So yeah, I totally <laughs> he fits their I'll see that um that they the Sixers gave Marcus Morris the key to the city and then traded him for Buddy Heald. <laughs> the Pacers just were I think the Pacers hang on I got it right here they traded him to the Spurs and then the Pacers ended up sending him to the Spurs and I, I hate Marcus Moore so I just keep an eye on that guy but good for him for getting the key to the city I mean hey yeah gotta get your uh gotta get your accolades when you can but Chan I have a question for you since you are the zombie heat um who are you who do you have who do you how should I put this we just talked about three teams the Sixers the Pacers not really in depth, but the Sixers, Pacers, and Knicks. As the zombie heat, who do you think you have a higher chance of beating right now? All three of those teams are pretty good. You said between the Sixers, the Pacers. And the Knicks. And the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Probably, I will go with the Pacers just because I feel like that we could out, like, just playoff experience and Spolstra. I think we could put together a good plan against the Pacers. Are they you got sure? Because we know who's their coach, club. right? Their coach is one of Spose Kryptonites. It's uh, Mr. Rick Carlisle. I, I'm not worried that much about the Pacers. Yeah. That might come back and bite me. I'm worried more – I think that the Knicks heat – whoever comes out of that game is kind of fucked because that game, that series is going to be so physical. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to come and have to play seven against probably the Celtics or the Bucks. Yeah, and you're going to be sitting there like, I have just expanded so much energy trying to stop either the Heat and Jimmy Butler or the Knicks. And 
they're just physical in general. So I think that if that's a series, that will be fun to watch. But I think we can beat the Sixers. I'm not. I'm the Sixers are. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I like not, that. I like that take. I like. I would love to match up against the Sixers way more than I would love to match up against either the Knicks. I think we can beat the Knicks, uh, but the Knicks in the first round, just because if we do beat them, we are going to be exhausted for that second round. And the Celtics. I don't want to see the Celtics in the first round. I think if we see the Celtics in the first round, it's three. I think it's four one. Um, wow, you're not confident, Christian. Christian, you have your hand. I, I have breaking news. America oh. is saved. America has gotten their justice. DeMar Hamlin did not win comeback player of the year. Really? It's Baker? Wow. Did they give it to the Bake Show? They gave it to the elite man himself. Uh, Mr. Joe Flacco has won wow. comeback player. Wow. That's surprising. <laughs> that is surprising. They gave it to Joe Flacco. I love that. <laughs> Let him retire. I think that means Joe Flacco's retiring, Christian. No, I think that's going to be another sad day for Baltimore. What about my boy Baker, though? Come on. Yeah, Baker should have That should have been Baker. But, that, but yeah. Joe Flacco deserves it, too. I, I kind of, I mean, he, he did dog out this year. That was crazy. That, that is awesome. Oh, wait. And they dropped the Hall of Fame, uh, the Hall of Fame class. Here we go. Devin Hester has made the Hall of Fame. Yeah, everybody that made fun of Devin Hester and putting a special teams player in there can suck a fat one on that one. Yeah. Devin Hester was a nightmare in the NFC North. I love Devin Hester. Also former Falcon. Dwight Freeney, Julius Peppers. Dwight Freeney, former Falcon as well. Uh, Randy Grady Schur, part of the Orange Crush for the Broncos. Steve McMichael, 1985 Bear. And that's all Bleacher Report has for me right now. Oh, oh Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis got Patrick it. Patrick Willis made it. Julius oh, Pepper made it. Uh, Dwight Freeney made it. And uh, Devin made it. And then the two senior people made it. So pretty stacked class. I actually like this class. Yeah. That's, that's a very defensive class. It, it just gets harder and harder. Oh, Andre Johnson got in. Andre Johnson got it too, yeah. Man, wow. What? That's hype. Andre Johnson. Dude, I can't wait for that football life, Devin Hester. That's that's what I'm here for. Football life with Devin Hester. And it's just that's... gonna get stacked and stacked with the Hall of Fame class. Next year you'll have Eli Manning as first ballot, Marshawn Lynch, oh. Terrell Suggs. Uh, there was a couple of people. I'm like, oh my god, dude, it's hard to get into it right now because there's a lot. Yeah. Well, good for the league. Unfortunately, it's back to the association. All right, Colby. There's one more team I actually want to talk about before we get into the official winners and losers here. Well, you already got through most of my winners, so it's pretty much. Oh, just... really? Well, yeah. Because yeah, I, I got a got a couple things for you. Yeah, I was about to say it starts with uh starts back in New York. The Nets actually did something, Colby. One thing, one small thing. They did something. Okay, <laughs> they got rid of Dinwiddie. All right, that that's something. And they got rid of Royce O'Neal for some seconds. See, that's two things. Yeah, okay. That's technically true. <laughs> yeah, they're really... they really... Also... I also was looking at the score while I was cooking dinner tonight. And who did, who were they playing again? They were playing... They got obliterated. 
Who oh, uh, yeah, they're, they're skeleton crew today. It was a good they, game. And to start the third quarter, it was a 20. Last time I looked, it was 21 run to start the third. And I was sitting there like, what in the fuck? How do you, um, how do you they got blown the out by the Cavs. It was the Cavs, yes, Chad. That's what it was. It was a 21 and counting on runs. <laughs> but, Chandler, you did bring up a good point here. The Cavs were one of the teams that didn't do anything. So, just like I had a question for you guys at the beginning, Colby, is Cavs one of your losers of the day? No, I don't think they needed to do I mean, I don't. they're like on an insane hot streak right now. They've really been like the hottest team. I mean, they're the two seed right now. So, no, I don't have them. Yeah. They, even though there's still some weird fit stuff with their best guys, I mean, I think you got to at least keep it together through the playoffs and see how it goes. If you flame out in the playoffs – then you reevaluate again. Then you reevaluate in the off season. But no, I didn't have them. They're, I mean, they're on a tear right now. They've been just rolling through teams, which credit to them. They're better than I thought they would be. So they're they're on a tear right now. I have a I'm question for you. Uh, you say, Lou? I was just gonna say I'm glad that they're showing out. I feel like they were disappointing last year. I like Donovan Mitchell, and I think that um, he deserves to have a good team going into the playoffs. Yeah. I think Struess really helps them growing up in heat culture. He, uh, he really brings a good experience to that team. I Yeah, well, I, it's the shooting mainly. They just – because they have, you know, they have two kind of ball-dominant guards, and then they have two bigs that are like elite defenders but aren't great shooters. So, yeah, they, they, they need his shooting a lot. He's been great for them. They, I thought they overpaid for him in the summer when they got him, but he, he has been big for them. He's played very well for them. All right, boys. I got this is the last thing on well unless you can out unless you can unless you count Kelly Olenek. Yeah, say that five times fast. Count Kelly O yeah, no, I can't. Um it would go into the Raptors being a significant move. But my thing is here, um while I was mentioning the Nets, I also wanted to transition to the Suns. They got they got they made they made their move to get Royce O'Neal, like you mentioned, and they ended up getting a guy that I literally mentioned on last podcast, by the way, David Roddy. They did end up they ended up making a move for that guy, which is great for which I thought was insane. I did not think the guy that I was like, oh yeah, I like that big buff dude that the Grizz have for some reason. I, he plays good basketball. And the Suns went and picked him up. I thought that was funny as hell. So uh, the Suns make a move, Colby and Lou, Chandler, Christian, if the NFL allows you. Um what are your guys' thoughts on the Suns? Do you think they have enough depth with the addition of Royce O'Neal and David Roddy, who is pretty much a bench player, um, to kind of contend for the West here now? I thought Royce O'Neal move was good. I had the Suns as a, one of my winners as well. So I, I the Royce O'Neal, like, I mean, it's is it going to – it's not obviously not a crazy move, but he's a solid defender. He could hit a three. He fits kind of what they need. They have been playing a lot better lately. I don't know if y'all have seen, but like about a, a week or two weeks, three weeks or so ago, the Suns, they had some dog come out for like a halftime show performance or something, and the dog pissed on their court. And they literally haven't lost at home since the dog peed on their court. They've been on a tear. So uh, that's just a, a fun fact. But no, I thought I thought it was a very good move. Considering that they have literally like no valuable assets whatsoever they can trade. It's impressive to me that they were able to get someone. So, yeah, I think they're they're a contender. We'll see. 
how it plays out. But yeah, I thought it was a good move. Christian has been allowed to, to talk about the uh, Suns. I know you hate them. The Suns, wait. Okay, I can speak about it. Um, so the Suns are charming, charming, still charming. That is all I can praise for them. Like, but they have played more games than the Nets big three um together, which is surprising, but we all know Bradley's gonna play Hammy at some point and be out for the rest of the season. So just don't be shocked when it happens. That's definitely true. I'm thanking the <laughs> NFL right now. I'm sending my email to him for allowing that. All right. Uh Chandler, hey. I'm gonna let you go before we go to Lou, because Lou. I know you might have something good. To, you're a fellow Western companion, so you got something good. Eastern, from the Eastern side. What do you think, Chan? Yeah, um, I don't really yeah. have that much to say on the Suns. Uh, they come along, they come on a lot right at my bedtime. So I'm sitting here right at the 10 o'clock games, like catching their updates and watching Devin Booker highlights for yeah, <laughs> these last couple weeks. But um, the one thing I will say is they better – Pray they do not match up. I don't even know how the standings look right now, but they better pray they don't match up with the Dallas Mavericks because Luca will drop 70. <laughs> and then that series will be over. That's all I have to say about that. As it stands right now, the Mavs would face the Wolves. <laughs> if they beat the Wolves, they'll probably face the Suns. So, the Suns, so though, Luka's have to play the Clippers. The right now, it's Suns-Clippers. <laughs> in my opinion, though, in my opinion, I would ask everybody this before, Lou. You get the big question, of course. But here's a fun one. If you're the Mavericks, who do you want? The Clippers or Suns? Because Luka, he goes all He hates both those teams. I mean, he hates the Clippers. Like, that's a personal vendetta. And then he hates Devin Booker. So it's like... Pick your poison here. If you're a Mavs fan, who do you think it is? If I'm a Mavs fan, I would love to see Luca face the Clippers and beat them. That's just me. I would love to see Luca do that. A three all-time greats and Luca still beats them. That would be hilarious. Um, uh, let's go with Chandler. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to whoever they play because I'll absolutely love outside of the Miami Heat. Luca's my favorite player to watch in the NBA. And I think he is wet in every way possible. Okay. So. okay. Ch- Colby, who do you think, the, if you were a Mavs fan, who do you want? The Suns, just because they have way worse defenders. The Clippers, just the Paul George Kawhi defense part of it makes them a tougher matchup, I would say. So I'd say the Suns just are a better matchup. Okay. Lil? I would agree. I think, especially with recency bias, Luke has been big dick and Devin Booker recently. And, and I just think it, I just don't think the Suns can stop him. I think it would be pretty embarrassing to watch their defense trying to stop them in the playoffs. But, but I mean, with these, and then with these new additions, Lou, how far do you think the Suns, how good do the Suns look right now since we're here with you? I think if the Suns can squeak their way up to the three seed, then they have a good chance at making the second round. I think if they get stuck playing the Mavs at the four or five, I think they're done. I think they're losing that series four two. Um, because one of them is going to get hurt. I mean, KD KD changes things. KD can be can be clutch, 
we saw that in that Nets Bucks series, except for when his foot was on the line. But gosh, I don't know. I think if they play the Mavs, they're done. But if they For get sure. the three seed and play like the Kings, then they can win that series. Sorry to interrupt you. Christian, it kick is up, a great time for me to cut away to you right now. Kick up the feet. Yeah, don't worry. Luca owns freaking Devin, dude. He's his freaking father. I am not worried in the slightest about that charming, soft care bear. Um, but, yeah, go ahead and say the big news, man. This, this, that's not what I wanted to hear. Oh, no. Did we just lose him right when the big news came out? No. The internet connection. No. I, I tried to set him up. Okay. You know what? <laughs> We're going to keep moving on. Don't panic. It's a big Baltimore news. Shame on all of you if you ruin it. You can spoil it for yourselves, but don't, don't say it out loud. All right. We'll keep moving on. Hopefully he comes back because he deserves to say it. If not, I'll use it as one of my final thoughts. Um, Jalen. Yes. I have a little side comment. I wanted to get your all's opinion on it. I know Lou knows my feelings towards this. Oh, here man. he is. Um, real quick. Hokachetsky. I don't know um, if you all From are. The Warriors? No. On, of, the on the Thunder. Thunder. That man, if he had to win an award, it would be the most punchable face in the NBA. The man's face is so punchable. Face I hate the him. background. Probably the. Oh my god! But yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry I'm not on here very much, so I've got a lot of anger built up on Pukacheski and I can't wait to have you on for the NBA season. But Christian, I'm glad that you stepped away to change your background. That is the news that we were waiting for. Um, go ahead, take the floor. Sorry to interrupt um, you, Chan. This actually, is just breaking news. Well, actually, my my laptop died, so it was very uh, uh, weird timing on that piece. But um, yeah, Lamar Jackson is a two time NFL MVP after he got told Woo! he can't he can't play in this league. He has to switch positions. Can't be more prouder than the guy. But we have bigger goals ahead. Yeah, great, great meme. I love that meme. By the way, that's one of the ones that I would love to throw in the chat whenever someone says anything. Um, We'll probably get into that for final thoughts as we hit the final breakdown here. Um, any losers in mind here, Colby? I'll let you go ahead and start us off for the losers list here. Because yeah. we've been talking very positive and, you know, slightly jabbing at each other. But we're in the final stretch here. Yeah, Losers. It's yeah, time so to talk losers for these last few minutes. We burned through all my winners, so I'm just going to give you my losers list. Um, and it's mostly just teams that didn't make moves because, like I said, there wasn't any earth. So the Nuggets are on there, right? No. Um, so the first one kind of with an asterisk is just Toronto. It's kind of an asterisk because I loved the moves they made prior to the deadline with the Ananobi Siakam trade for their rebuild. The moves they made today made no sense to me, really. They traded Schroeder and then got Dinwiddie, who they cut, which is fine. But then that Kelly Linick trade was so weird. They gave up a was. late first round pick, but they gave up a late one and, uh, some assets for for OG Akbai, who's kind of a young guard buried on the Utah depth chart, and Kelly Olenek. I don't love trading picks for white centers. I guess that's just what they do. So that was weird. The big losers, though, I have the Nets as a loser. I know you like what they did. They at least made some moves, but they should have made big moves. What are they doing? This team's not going anywhere. No young assets. Just faster. And then the three biggest losers, I mean, shocker, Jalen. I don't know how many times I've said this. I don't know what the Bulls are doing. I don't know who's running the Bulls. What is wrong with nice them? Back, 
I don't know what is wrong with the Bulls, but they just continue to stand pat with this team. They haven't made a trade involving a player in like two years. They're going to lose to Rosen for nothing. It's just the Bulls are ridiculous. They're a loser. The Hawks not breaking up this Trey Young, DeJounte Murray disaster. It just makes no sense. They're just a, they're they've been a complete fall on your face team. It's just ugly, horrible. It doesn't make any sense. And the Warriors were my other loser because I did, they're they're doing Steph Curry a disservice by continuing to roll with this team that doesn't make any sense and they're going nowhere fast. So those are my losers. Man. I'm not gonna lie, Lou distracted me a little bit from there, but I agree. Uh, the Raptors have made some questionable moves. Chicago is just Chicago's the it's biggest. Chicago. What are they doing? Literally, what are they doing? It makes no sense. We can't keep up with Chicago, Colby. Oh, look, they, I mean, when Zach Levine, when Zach Levine probably got the news that it's either the Pistons or surgery. Yes. He had he had the decision to choose surgery <laughs> and everything. I, I'm with that storyline. Um, goodness gracious. One of my biggest losers is actually, I wish I could say, but you guys have made me look pretty dumb in everything about everything about the Mavs trade. So I'll give it a chance. How about that? I'll give the Mavs trade a chance and everything. But if I had to highlight a loser, it would probably come from anyone that didn't make a move. And I'm going to actually go with the Cavs here. And I would say some people would say the Warriors, but I'm going with the Cavs. It's because last week I was like, they got to do something, figure something out. I mean, they got some answers, but once again, Donovan Mitchell, you're going to have that hanging over you for the offseason if you don't cash in with him. So for me, it's I would have loved to see the Cavs make a move, whether it was to at least give me some sort of direction instead of holding it up for, all right, let's see how far we can go. That's my biggest loser. Um, obviously, it would have been cool to see the Warriors do something, but eh, it's I. Right. I'm kind of over that dynasty now. Any losers for you guys? All right, looks like uh, looks like I'm the only negative one here. So it looks like it is time, <laughs> as we are all talked out. It seems like. It is time for those final thoughts. Everyone's favorite segment. Chandler, you have the most rust on this segment, so we're going to give you some time to come up with your final thought, okay? Lou, I just want to you say, raised your hand because you uh, will be first. Yes, oh, go no. ahead. Take the floor. Yes, my, go ahead. Oh, this well, this isn't my final thought, but um, in case anyone's wondering this, let's go for is it. Alexei Pokashevsky. It's beautiful. <laughs> Very Chandler's long face. I can see why Chandler wanted to punch his, him. His arch nemesis. I just want to say, though, as I take his background off my screen, that he um, he doesn't play for us. He sits. He's our last man on the bench. He comes in in the last 30 seconds if it's a blowout. I don't understand the hate. Like We should have traded him. I thought we were going to trade him, but I don't know. Yeah, I will he's never root for the Thunder until he's gone. So, all right, Lou, what is your second final thought? Hmm. Gosh, I was not prepared to go first. Since, since that wasn't that. your official one, you said. Um, if you're not prepared, I have someone that is probably prepared. Yeah, I know. Skip me. I'll come back around. All right. Colby, take us away since we're at three minutes, right? 
just going to go very quickly, and I'm just going to say pat on the back to us, uh, Jalen. We said Thursday that the Embiid, Randall, two East All-Stars, uh, both missing out. We said Trey Young and Scotty Barnes would be their replacements, and they both were. So shout out to us. We nailed both those. That's my final thought. As we should. As we should. Yes, sir. As we should. Christian, I know you're itching for this final thought. What do you got? Um, I'm just now realizing that I did place bets on Lamar Jackson to win MVP when I was in Colorado, <laughs> if you remember that. <laughs> Let's go. So, yeah, good. Another almost $200 from that, I'm thinking. so Good Good shit. I mean, that's some good stuff right there. I'm sorry. Good no. stuff. Good stuff right there. Small, small, small bright side. Small, small dubs everywhere. All right, Chandler. Final thoughts. Okay. Um, I just want to. We didn't get to talk about this tonight, but um, real quickly, I just wanted to say that, um, coming out the gate, Terry Rozier didn't really play well. He shot the ball very poorly, but. I just want to say to give him some time because it takes a while to get acclimated to heat culture. And um, I mean, the mindset changes when you're in the Hornets mindset is completely different now that you're in Miami. And plus these last two weeks, I mean, he's probably moving into a new house. He's probably got a lot going on outside of basketball. So let's give him some time before we shed judgment He's a good shooter, and he provides us with much-needed offense. We have defense, but we we need offense sometimes. So that's my final thought. Okay. Um, Lou, I hope you got right. your thought. Um, I don't even have a timer. Here. I'm going blind. <laughs> One, Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, unfortunately, and everyone's going to be pissed. Two, the Thunder will, will make the Western Conference Finals. Book it. And wow. three – the Miami Heat will ruin a top seed's playoff dreams as they do every season. Seems Coming fair. out with, like, the seventh seed. Well, folks, I am not going to the association. I'm not going to the league. I am going to the field where dreams are made. I'm going to the MLB, and that is spring training and spring breaks. And, yeah, spring games is starting in two weeks, baby. We got baseball coming up. So, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this Super Bowl special because I think this was some pretty good stuff. Right, Colby? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.